Welcome to the Technori Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Katoon. Today's show is sponsored by Active Campaign. Go beyond email marketing with True Automation by signing up at activecampaign.com slash Technori. Get your first two months for free. Today's guest, Arnav Dalmia. He is the CEO of QB. Um, QB has an interesting history. Uh, one that involves Technori, which I think is really cool. They pitched on stage. At the time, they were called Fitness Cubed, and it was the idea of an elliptical underneath your your desk that you could sort of get work out on and, and sort of passive. That was the market. That was the name. Um, turns out, well, turns out a lot of things. Turns out a couple of things. One, they this is mind-blowing. There's two things that are going to blow your mind if you're familiar with any sort of fitness stuff. Deloitte just named them the fastest-growing hardware and electric company. Not in Chicago. In North America. Think about that. They have a quarter of a million units sold. And here's the number that just completely like snapped my brain when we were talking. 89% of those people who own those units use it at least three times a week. That is the definition of stickiness. And in the conversation I had with them, you know, obviously learned about the product. Another little random tidbit that I learned that was kind of fascinating, you know, obviously I said he pitched on Sage of Technology years ago. Um, it was intended for businesses, and it still is to a, to an exa- you know to a point, but seventy percent of the market it's only thirty percent of the market is is businesses. Seventy percent are seniors and kids and people who are just hanging out, vegging out on Netflix and riding a little mini elliptical on their couch, and it's crazy because you can get like ten thousand steps without ever leaving your couch, which is the most millennial thing I have ever heard of. Uh, and he he has a line for it in the show, which is fantastic. But uh, this is one of those products that I think you just start seeing them everywhere. Like I think in a certain world, in a, in a cult like world of businesses where this is regular, you know, those people who live in those in those you know high culture, you know spot you know spot hero type offices, uh, Sprout Social type offices, they probably see these all the time. But the rest of you, I, I think you're going to see this everywhere. Because it's just such a simple and easy to use product, and just really proud uh, of Arnav and, and the team and what they've been able to build since launching on stage years ago. Uh, so, at any rate, uh, if you like this episode, uh, you should definitely check out my conversation with Tonal CEO Ali Arady. Um, very similar in the sense that, like, kind of tackling something unique. Uh, but but generally speaking, this is a, a fantastic, fantastic product. We'll get to the interview in, in a second. The, the other shot I want to give out here is um, we had them on the show not that long ago. Ben Houston from 3Kit. Uh, they just raised 20 mil from Salesforce Ventures and somebody else. <laughs> I would say somebody else, but I know the name of who that is, and so I'm not going to say it because I don't know if it's public. Uh, but let me just put it this way. That somebody else has done a lot of business with Salesforce. They may or may not have sold one of their businesses to Salesforce. But anyway, quick shout out uh, to, to the folks over at 3Kit. So here is my interview with the CEO and founder of QB, Arnav Dalmia. I try to start the show more or less every time when there's a person who's bet on Technori in one fashion or another with going back in time to the days that you guys were pitching um, you know, on stage. And, and if I remember correctly, it was a little bit of a different name at that time. But the, co- the concept, as I remember it, was essentially a pedal or elliptical yep. was going on underneath the desk. And I, I remember talking to Howard Tolman, who I believe is an investor in you guys. Correct. Yep. And, um, and being like, why do you think this is going to be a, a thing? Uh-huh. And he, I remember him, him telling me, do you see how many times I walk around at the time he was CEO of 1871? Do you, do you, do you see how many times I walk around the halls right. of 1871? And I was like, yeah. He's like, why do you think that is? Uh-huh. 
And my immediate guess was that you're trying to run away from people who are trying to <laughs> bid you for money. Right. It was like, well, that, that, yes. But then also exercise. Right. And, and we've seen this influx, and we're, we're moving to a new office uh, yeah. at the end of the month. And I'm like looking for desks and things that I want to do. And there's this influx of like, is it a standing desk? Is it a right. you know a treadmill desk? Is it like there, there is a huge need for this. And for general consumers, maybe they don't think of it this way. But for anyone who works in an office, right. it's an absolute real thing. So I, I would love you to just give us a quick kind of recap on, sure. on, on QB and what you're doing and what it is exactly and the advancements it's made, which I'm sure are several since we since we watched you on stage. Yep. But um, but let's start with that and, and see where we go. Yeah, thank you, Scott, and thank you for having us um, again. And you're right, when we first pitched at uh, Technori, um, we were called Fitness Cubed, yep. which is still the name of the corporate entity, but uh, we do business now as the brand name, which is QB. Um, when we first came... I the like the name, by the way. Just thank you. <laughs> it's a spin on the word cubicle. If uh, I caught that. No, was, I, <laughs> what I liked was the double I. Yeah. I like it. Kind of uh, similar to the Nintendo Wii. Yep. Uh, one of our founders loved the Wii, so we took some inspiration from that. Um, when we first pitched at Technari, I think the idea was certainly to help people at their desk stay more active and be more mobile while they were working. Kind of going back to Howard's analogy, the more you can move during the day, the better for you. And the less people can pitch you for money. Exactly. <laughs> However, um, you know, what we soon found out was that our target market was much broader than people working at a desk. Um, one of the things when you start a company, everybody tells you that listen to your customers, listen to your customers. And we took that piece of advice a bit too literally. Yeah. So every QB box actually has my personal cell phone number and email address in it. So I started to get these phone calls from customers talking about how QB had changed their life. And they were not using QB at their desk, but they were using QB for rehab. And these were individuals who had limited mobility who could not use any other kind of fitness product. And that's when we found a much bigger market opportunity. Um, in addition to helping people work out while they work, uh, we found that this could be used for rehab for older adults. And we changed the, the mission of the company. So initially, it was work out while you work. Now it is fitness for all ages, abilities, and lifestyles. And so with is it still predominantly at a, at a cubicle? Obviously, this can be, I mean, you could put it anywhere, I yeah. suspect. But like, what would you say is the divide of, of market? Great question. So uh, it's about 30% uh, of our customers use QB in their office. But really, I would have thought it'd be higher than that. That's, right. No. So that's great. Great and for you. And I'll tell you why it's 30% office and 70% uh, people using it for rehab and limited mobility. Um, what we found was that, you know, uh, people who work at an office, uh, millennials, young professionals, they have a number of options when it comes to fitness. You know, they can go to a spin cycle class. They can go for a yoga class. You can go to a boot camp. You just have a number of options. However, with the senior population, they don't have any options. Yeah. Uh, they cannot go for a spin class. They cannot go for a boot camp. They're very limited options. So in the office environment, QB is more like a vitamin. It's a nice to have if you want to take the additional step to be more active. But for the senior audience, QB is more like a painkiller where they don't have any other option. This truly changes their lives. So here's the question for you. With the product itself, 
is there so you you look at like if i run a mile or i run yep. for whatever five minutes 20 minutes i obviously don't run a mile in five minutes <laughs> um <clears throat> the cumulative effect on me physically is that i get <clears throat> great cardio in that moment um but i i'm like i'm done at like eight minutes right like yes. i'm out with this I'm suspecting that I, I'm not going to be hitting this thing hard as possible. And over like nine or 10 minutes, I'm going to be sweating through my chair. This is something that cumulatively through the day, I'm sort of pedaling away and it's sort of in the backdrop. So like if I had, you know, if, if 10,000 steps is your thing, yep. I would have accumulated my 10,000 steps while sitting at my desk throughout the day rather than I went out for a mile run. Got it. Yep. That- that's, that's about accurate. Uh, we call it active sitting because uh, you know that is the most millennial thing ever. It's, what are you guys looking for? A little active sitting. I'm going to tell that to my wife, and she doesn't want to go exercise. I'm just a little active sitting. So if you're sitting at a desk and not moving much at all, yep. you know we help you to get that movement in. If you think about again, older adults and people with limited mobility, they are anyways spending a lot of time on their couch watching television, knitting, reading a book, whatever it might be. So it's a great way for them to stay more active, and especially when you have. Whether like what we have in Chicago yeah. right now, they don't want to go out for a walk on an icy street. So they want to stay home. They want to stay indoors and use this on the couch. So you can use it any time of the day. How would you compare the physical effect of this versus if I did, you know, obviously it's great if you have an opportunity to go to the gym and right. do the whole thing. Uh, <clears throat> it's sort of like a yes and. You should do that and this. But how do you how do you compare this from an output standpoint on my physical body, if I were to do this, you know, five days a week for a couple hours a day, kind of periodically versus if I went to the gym every yep. morning and did a full bike ride or whatever. It's a great question. So you do burn about 150 to 160 calories per hour using the QB. Um, however, the real impact of it really depends on how much you use it. So we've seen customers um, who were never able to walk because they just did not have any strength in their legs, yep. start walking again. We've had customers that would use a walker and they've discarded the walker because now they can walk without one. We've had customers that have lost anywhere between 15 to close to 100 pounds over the course of a year. And that's because they just use it so often. So I think... Um, the real impact of it really depends on how often you use it, but you can see pretty uh, exciting results if you use it often. I think it's it's really what I think is really interesting, and I think it's cool to talk to you, you know, years later. Yeah, because the evolve, you know, how you evolve this one is unique and and cool, and it's smart how you've been able to kind of figure out how to capture more market. But what I think is really interesting is the timing. Yes, because I have spent a lot of time with those in the tech slash fitness space, um, whether it's the folks at True Heroic or Train Heroic or Village, uh, you know, Strive Village over here, or Hard Pressed App and all this other stuff. Like we are entering a time and I, I wouldn't say, I mean, to your point, the like call it 70% of the users that might be my dad, like that is great and it probably will always be there and you can iterate on the product and, and that's all good. The younger demographic and myself is like the perfect example, even though I do not look it, <laughs> I am working on trying to get back into shape and like, and, and do that. But here's the thing. And this is really important for the listeners who might yes. be QB shoppers because I took a break, yes. very regretful break from working out. I got married. I was like, Oh, what the hell? You know, I'll take a month and just, you know, enjoy all of the hard work Then I fell off a ladder and re- hurt, like destroyed my shoulder. 
And so now I'm on like a, a real break. Okay. And then I ended up having surgery on my left hand uh, because I tore, I ruptured a tendon in my finger. So, and golfing, right. which is even dumber. So now I'm on the men to get, so now all of a sudden this like, I'm going to take 30 days break after I had worked my ass off for six months to get into wedding shape. Right. I'm a year into it and I haven't done anything. And I'm like, I'm going to go back and do interval training now that I'm all right. Uh, at my buddies over at Strive Village. And I got like one in and another in. And then I miss a date and I miss another one. And it's sort of up and down. Then we have a kid. Yeah. So now I've got business going, business is booming. And then you've got a kid, a wife, injuries. Oh, look, I'm 35. Great. Birthdays, you know, around the corner. I'm 36. All of these things come in. And now when you try to re-enter the fitness world, it's not that you physically can't do it. Right. Life doesn't let you in with consistency. And anyone who, who, who is in this, this business, which you're in, knows that the number one thing is stickiness, and stickiness is consistency, which is routine. Right. And so by having something like this, and this is just from a marketing side, by having something like QB, I am getting people routinely using a product of mine, which enables them to be the stepping stone into whatever wellness they want to get into. Absolutely. Right? The part that is brilliant is where we haven't even seen it yet because it's going to be in about two or three years. All of the people who are my age and your age and, and slightly younger are going to already have this Instagram influencer lifestyle, whether it's real or not. You know, right. that's for Mark Zuckerberg to tell us. But they're going to be traveling and doing this and that and everything else. They're, they're, we're not going to have a demographic. Sorry for all the big box fitness places. We're not going to have a demographic of people who are like, Sure, I could carve two and a half hours out three days a week. It's not there. Right. So you have this solution where I can get my background cardio, my 10,000 steps, arbitrary, which Apple helps promote with their watch, right. all day long. Exactly. And I can do HIIT training for 30 minutes. And instead of having to do my cardio and make that hour and a half commitment, I only need 30 minutes because I got my kind of quote unquote cardio during the week. Now I just need to get like the heart rate cardio, the, the HIIT training. Exactly. And, and that's the future, I think, and you look at Peloton and Mir, the future is segmenting your workouts throughout the week and not committing this huge amount of time. Mm -hmm. And you okay. guys, I mean, one, you're there and you built a great product, <clears throat> but two, you have shown the adaptability to change as you did when you first started the business. Like, oh, here's the trend. And then you jump totally. in, in front of another one. Your timing is impeccable. Thank you. No, that's a great point, uh, Scott. And I think you're absolutely right. Uh, the, the landscape of fitness is ch changing drastically. And I think time is going to continue to be a constraint. I think what's unique about the product and about the future products that we want to offer is that we're going to bring fitness to you. So whether it's at home, I mean, all of us, I guess, you know, spend some time at home watching television, watching Netflix, right? I mean, you go back home, you have a beer, you, you watch some Netflix. What if you could just get some more movement in when you were watching Netflix? That's it. Not asking you to go down to a basement and like walk on a treadmill. Just keep this in front of your couch. How many hours a, a week does someone need to use this? To like, not that they need to, but like, what is what is a good? What would you say is a good number? Um, how many hours a week? I would say, if you can use it, like. Five to six hours a week, that's probably like 50,000 steps. Or the average 30-year-old uses their, their screen time is three hours, 20 minutes. There you go. Exactly. So if you just put this wherever it is that you play on your phone, you're done. Right. That's it. And you're getting an additional 20,000 to like 40,000 steps in a week. That's huge that what, you would not get otherwise. Oh, totally. So like on that regard, you mentioned you know this product, future products. <clears throat> what are some of the things that you see 
as opportunities for you guys to either iterate upon this? Uh, is it putting together, you know, there's a lot of software kind of components that people are trying to build into this, like not into your business, but maybe um, into like, here's recommended, here's tracking, here's kind of custom, we'll feed the right data to your Apple Watch, et cetera, et cetera. What do you, because I see a, a world, I really believe that you've got something that could be like a major acquisition at some point, if mm-hmm. you want, or just money printer, mm-hmm. because the people that I know and talk to who are, you know, quote unquote, wellness woke, if you will. Right. Um, and this is, this includes older people. Yep. Um, they are looking for products and things that are simple that they can do in the background to create more time for themselves. Exactly. So what do you feel like you could build on this or add to this to, to increase that? Because I think there's a lot of skews here. Thank you. I, I do hope it does end up being a big acquisition or a money printer. That's the I, goal. I do too. We love technology success <laughs> stories. So, um, That's a great question. So right now we do have a software layer that allows people to keep track of their progress. And if they have a Fitbit or an, a Apple Health Kit, they can connect to that. So all their data in, is in one place. Um, what we're starting to see, Scott, something very unique is that QB is almost becoming like a cult where QB members are starting to support one another and motivate one another. So kind of thinking about Peloton and the success it's had in building a community, starting to see that with our audience as well. So that's something we want to continue building on. The opportunity we see in terms of new products is addressing other areas of the body where, again, you don't necessarily need to put on your gym clothes. You don't need to um, you know, put on your sneakers and go to the gym. What are some other ways in which we can uh, integrate more movement into your life? One of them is balanced training. Because as we think about, uh, you know, the millennial population or as we think about, you know, people who get older, one of the things that starts dwindling is your balance. So that's the next category we want to address by coming up with products that help you easily get an improved uh, balance workout at home or in the office. I think that's a great choice on your end. Um, There are a lot of, not a lot, there are a handful of office desk products on the core fitness balance side of things and they're all pretty shitty mm-hmm. because the designers are fitness buffs right and they don't understand how to fit it in into the the, the office yes. and there is a i think you are in a really interesting position because not only do you know the office component because that's where you came from you, you reverse you tried to solve a different problem than they're solving right they're trying to solve the how do i pad my pockets and you're solving the how do I make you healthy and put right. my pockets? And there's an opportunity, I think, because you understand the user differently. Exactly. And I think that's that's largely contributed to our success till date. I think oftentimes fitness companies think as product designers or engineers. Yep. They're not thinking as consumers. And oh, hundred well, you have to imagine the majority of them come from a, a place where they're training, yep. teaching, coaching those people. Exactly. And I don't want to like, you know, say anything mean to any of my trainer mentor people out there but the 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 people who are the what the gurus that i talk they're usually the ones whose lives are the biggest mess right they're like oh you know it's like (laughs) self-healing by helping you advise you with obvious so they're not used to to listening right they're used to talking at them exactly so i think what's really been different for us from the start is kind of thinking of ourselves as consumers. I mean, I, I don't have a fitness background. I'm not an engineer. I'm not a designer. I'm just a consumer. So I kind of put on my consumer hat and started to think about, okay, 
what is it that I as a consumer would want? And that's what went into making the product. So the product is really highly reviewed. We're 4.5 stars on Amazon and all other places. How much is it? Uh, it's between 249 and 349. So okay. we offer two models right now. Um, yeah, I think it's because we started thinking as consumers, not as designers. And that's going to be our mindset going forward as well. Well, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like you said in the beginning of this, when you pitched on stage. Yes. It wasn't, this wasn't the the grand vision at the time. I and mean, it allowed itself to be. Right. But it, that thought process enabled you to, from the very beginning, see this kind of differently. Yep. Which exactly. I think is unique. Um, if I had any, any, like, I don't even know if it's advice, it's just something that stands out to me as interesting is... Um, the game i hate the gamification stuff like i, don't, I try to avoid it because it's just everywhere but there is an undeniable fact yes. that is proven by the show the office such a formal research project we did um that the office culture and offices in general tend to lend themselves a lot to gaming gamified yes. just right. they just do things in groups and again this is only like 30 percent of your market so it's, it's not a full focus right but imagine a place where you were able to crunch the data and let these people pick a, a like a, a trip to go somewhere. I want to go to Cancun. I don't know why I would want to go there or why I chose that because that's not the case. Let's. Go, I want to go back to Amalfi. So I'm going to Amalfi. And you pedal your way to Amalfi. You use your elliptical away to the mileage, the amount of distance to go to Amalfi. And then right. in doing that, you ac- accumulate points for loyalty or they enter to win a trip. And then you guys either have sponsors or you guys end up giving these trips. You could literally have people using this like to go on trips, like races to, to different places they want. Right. I could see like an entire office like doing that. that that's a good idea, Scott. I hope you're not going to charge me royalties if I take that no, and run no. with it. <laughs> you just have to give me one of these little things. No, it's, I, I just, I, it's just, this is one of those things that I think is, it's interesting because there's, there's, we've been spending this whole time talking about the product and like the people in your company. There's also the impact in an office. Exactly. No, because I doubt on. people have just one of these. I don't. I don't mean people, but like offices. I doubt right. there's just one. I'll give you an example of something we did with a local Chicago nonprofit called uh, Cradles to Crayons. Yeah. Uh, people were pedaling at da- at their desk or at home, and their pedaling was contributing towards raising money for Cradles to Crayons, and over. The span of a month, we ended up raising close to $5,000. All of that went to cradles and crayons. So, you know, the work that you're putting into moving more, you're doing good for yourself, but also you're kind of doing good for people around you and good for the community. So that's the model model that we want to expand on because we also think it's a great way to encourage um more team building, better culture within the office. Like you could either pedal your way to Amalfi or as a team, you guys could collectively uh, raise $10,000 so for many different options. a charity of your choice. That's that's huge. That's powerful. So that's the longer term vision of the company and where we see things going. I honestly think, interestingly enough, I don't think you're going to have to work hard for that part. I think you get this into different companies and you you just like you open it up by meeting a big company and you just say to them, Hey, we're going to give you like 50 of these things and let the company know that one of the benefits is that the company can basically sponsor uh, a nonprofit of the, of the team's choice and they can all pedal competitively, you know, for fun. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly. It's so, I just think that this is something that I could, I could see, like we talked to Tom Gimmel all the time from LaSalle network about culture. And this would be something where he, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Right. 
Very cool. Ultimately, what is your your big, big, big goal for this company as far as how big into the space you get it? Is it we create a couple of products that are really, really cool and they're used everywhere? Or is it like we've got like 10 products and, and they're all widely used? Great question. Um, our goal is to make a couple of products, um, you know, very basic products, very simple products that people of all ages, abilities and lifestyles can use. Because um, right now we've found that a lot of companies are just trying to do something similar to what Peloton is doing since yep. Peloton's been such a big success. The Netflix of fitness, folks. There you go. However, um, there is a large section of the population that's been left out about, you know, how do we integrate fitness into your life? How do we make it more accessible, more seamless? And that's the market that we're trying to capture in the fitness world. Very and cool. It doesn't need to be a number of products. Even if you look at Peloton, it's just two products right now. So we want to focus on making a couple of products, designing them from scratch, making them beautiful, making them easy to use, and uh, giving people an option to work out however they find it convenient. I, I think that's brilliant. I think um, simplicity is kind of everything in the fitness. I mean, in a lot of spaces, obviously, design is, is everything. But in the fitness space in particular, it's very easy to buy like a tchotchke yep. and it doesn't like work all that well or it's broken or it's clunky or whatever. And you're like, eh, and it's just an excuse to get rid of it. Uh, you buy it because you think like, I'm feeling healthy today and then you don't use it. If the design is really, really good and your users are using it constantly, right? that is like in a lot of ways, and I'm sure Howard and the rest of the shareholders maybe don't necessarily agree with this, although they invest it, they probably see this. But I got to think if I have a product, let's say it's just one product, you only have the one main product. And it is used, you know, it's bought, I don't name, you know, whatever, a million units sold. And of the million units sold, you know, 60 plus percent are still in use regularly. That value to an acquiring company is not even about the bottom line. They can almost care less about the, the dollars and the profits you made on it. If they right. could have a product, <clears throat> Peloton, that could be put in all these people's spaces and be used regularly and tied into their fitness and data, they'll make that money on the volume. So I'll tell you a, a fun statistic out there. 89% of our customers use their QB three times or more in a week. That's an insane stat. I don't know if any And you have other more than fitness... 10 QBs sold, right? Just we want to make sure oh, it's not you guys. We are talking about more than a quarter million QBs sold at this point. That is insane. Right. So 89% wow. use it three times or more in a week. I don't know if any other fitness company can say that. Shoes, that's about it. <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> fitness. I mean... That's such an astounding number to me, right? For so many reasons, but in particular, I mean, wow! Like I, I would have guessed if you said to me it was like fifty or sixty, I'd be like, "That's impressive. That's that's fantastic. That's insane because it just shows you the like how the quality of the machine, the design, like just the the way that the people are relating to the product. No one bought your product because they're like, uh oh, get in shape for the wedding, last right. ditch effort.' This was like people committed to to something." What we've seen is that once you start using it, you start making healthier choices, whether it's taking the stairs instead of the elevator, whether it's uh, getting a healthy lunch instead of uh, you know something unhealthy. So people start making those decisions, they start seeing the results, and it just kind of keeps going. Yep. And again, the beauty is the simplicity that you don't need to take out additional time. We literally bring fitness to you. Yeah, no, this is awesome. I appreciate you coming in and and, uh, and sharing the story and the update with us. Uh, 
where do people go so they can actually buy this? What's the best place to get? Is it Amazon? Is it QB? What's you the best You can way? go to QB.com, C-U-B-I-I.com, or you could go to Amazon, whatever you guys prefer. We'd prefer they go to QB because then Amazon <laughs> doesn't take their cut. Absolutely. I prefer that too. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Scott. Of course. If you have any questions you'd like me to take a stab at, DM me on Instagram at Technori or at Katoon. To apply to pitch on the Startup Showcase live on WGN Radio, go to technori.com. Boom, that's a wrap.